0: Welcome to the Lakers Lowdown, I'm Anthony Irwin, today on the show, Lakers executed on the stretch, I uh, wouldn't exactly say it was drama free, look, the Lakers are never going to do anything easy, they picked up a win, they have won two straight, and now have a couple of winnable games ahead of them, I kind of like where things sit, maybe, oh no. Let's talk about the game. Uh the Lakers, you know, came out really slow to start. They were down by 10 points basically during warmups. It felt like um really nonchalant approach to the game and it didn't help that Indiana was making absolutely everything. And you know, it, it looked like the kind of game that you know, maybe a couple runs here and there. You make it interesting and you kind of hope for the best. And then they went on those runs. Uh, Patrick Beverly, I thought played really well in this one, uh, despite missing those free throws late. Patrick, please just make one of them. Just try it. Uh, but yeah, the, the Lakers, um, you know, they kept it close, they kept within kind of striking range. And I thought, uh, you know, the biggest moment of the game, uh, Rui Hachimura subs out uh, for Russell Westbrook with five minutes to go in a close game. And, you know, the offense wasn't pretty. Uh, but fortunately, the defense, I thought, really swarmed out there and, you know, forced. It, it, I think the other benefit here, too, was that the Lakers were in the bonus and were able to get to the free throw line. Now, they weren't making any of their free throws. But between the free throw attempts that kind of uh, allow you to skate by executing in the half court, and then uh, because of the way they were running after stops, the Lakers were able to, I think, look like the clearly better team down the stretch of the game. Now, is that something I would want (laughs) from here on out to have Russell Westbrook closing these games, especially close? Uh, Obviously not. Um, and, and I do think that Darwin kind of got away with one um, even if he said after the game that it was a no doubt about it type of uh, decision to bring Russ into the game in that spot. I don't I don't see how you can call it a no doubt about it decision. Uh, Russ to that to on the night, two of 16 from the floor, O of five from three point range. Uh, he did go six of eight from the free throw line he did have those 10 assists four turnovers um and 10 points only grabbed uh three rebounds on the night so it wasn't like it wasn't a game that Russ was playing incredibly in so I when darvin says that it was a no-brainer I think some of that is some of the gusto that you feel after a big win but uh darvin don't do it again <laughs> especially when Russ is playing that way now this is usually more fun to do when I get to work off of somebody, and um, me just kind of laughing into the microphone doesn't normally work in this kind of environment. But uh, seeing as that those aren't the kind of shows that we're doing quite yet, um, can we just like go back and on the biggest possess- possession of the game uh, after Patrick Beverly misses those two free throws, Tyrese Halliburton brings the ball up the court. Gets to the right wing, gets a switch onto Anthony Davis, tells everybody to go away, says he's got this. <laughs> and, uh, oh, no, so that wasn't after the Patrick Beverly free throws. That was the Buddy Heald shot that I thought was actually going in because that's kind of how those things go. Uh, if, if you miss those two free throws in that spot, um, you, you, you tend to lose in, in that final shot kind of situation. But, uh, no, I think AD, uh, hits a follow away shot in the key on one end to take the lead and then Halliburton dribbles the ball up the court after that make gets to the right wing. Um, there were a couple of switches and, and, and stuff like that and AD is guarding him out in isolation he decides, I got this. <laughs> just goes, Leroy Jenkins, and it just didn't work out, as it didn't for Leroy Jenkins either. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis just absolutely obliterates the ball. Uh, Halliburton shot had no chance whatsoever of everybody on the court there. I think AD is like the worst player to challenge. You know, you're 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 on a court. And like in that spot I guess you you, you kind of want to try to get up a shot so that if you miss it you get the opportunity to at least shoot a three-pointer on the other end after the Lakers maybe make their two free throws. Um, and as it turned out, Indiana did get another opportunity so maybe Halliburton didn't want to waste a bunch of time looking for the right matchup but I don't know <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe I'm I, maybe I'm an idiot, but perhaps. Find literally anybody else on the Lakers roster. Maybe in Lakers basketball history, find anybody else to challenge in that spot. Shouts to Halliburton for all the confidence in the world, but man, that was hilarious. (laughs) All right, so looking ahead, the Lakers have uh, a game against the New Orleans Pelicans, who I believe have lost either 10 or 11 straight at this point. By the time you guys are listening to this, uh, that is Saturday at New Orleans. Now, Ingram is back, and I believe Zion is back. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, you never know with Zion. But uh, if the Lakers can can get that win, you know that would be three straight wins. And then you go and you play Oklahoma City at home, a game that they probably should win as well. And that wraps up. All of the games that the Lakers will have played before the trade deadline. You look at the standings here, and the Lakers uh, currently sit, I believe, at 25 and 28. That is good for, right now, the the 12 seed. Uh, They are one game behind Portland, who sit at 25 and 26. They are uh, one and a half back of New Orleans, Um, Though I believe New Orleans is going to wind up losing tonight. So they will be one game back of New Orleans. Um, They are two games back of Utah, Phoenix, and Golden State. And then they are two and a half back of Minnesota as I'm recording right now. Some of those numbers are going to change based on the results that are uh, of games that are currently being played while I'm recording. But um, you look at this and, and look. Uh, Denver, way out in front. You know, they 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 sit at thirty-five and sixteen. They're three and a half games up on Memphis, and then from there, Memphis has two games up on Sacramento, and from there, Sacramento has two games up on the Clippers. But from there, the Clippers, sitting at the four seed, they are seven and a half back of Denver. The Lakers are only, uh, well, not only, but they are um, eleven games back of Denver, which means that the Lakers currently sit four and a half back of, uh or no, three and a half back of the Clippers at the four seed. Uh, so like, and again, like some of these numbers are are, are going to change and, and maybe at some point as some teams get healthier, you know, Phoenix is getting back uh, uh, Devin Booker, um, Golden State is, you know, I would imagine at some point going to turn things around if they aren't going to make a trade. Uh, But again, like the point here being the West is insanely mediocre. Maybe Denver is just a juggernaut. Maybe like that, you know, you you see them in a series and it's just you don't have a chance. I I don't believe that to be the case, at least as these rosters are currently formed right now. But if the Lakers pick up these next couple wins, um, one of them potentially against New Orleans, and that would put them even with New Orleans um, as, as soon as on Saturday. And then from there, you look at whatever you know Portland does in the meantime as well. The Lakers could be in play-in territory heading into the trade deadline. Um, that's all I asked for. I asked honestly, you know, uh, at the beginning of this week, I asked for, hey, just at least split these last four games. At least split these last four games so that you can uh, head into it and have a reasonable chance at getting into it. Now, um, if the Lakers win both of them you're probably in the play-in if not, you're out of it by way of a technicality, right? Some kind of a a, a tiebreaker that doesn't really matter at this point of the season. Um, or if you split these next two games, maybe Pelic, the Pelicans start getting their stuff together and, you, and you're playing them on the road um, and you're not, you know, you just drop that one, you come back home and you beat Oklahoma City or vice versa. You take care of business on the road and then you kind of take your foot off the pedal and you lose to OKC, that is still, you know, having won three out of four heading into the trade deadline and probably being right there um, in the thick of things. You lose both of these, obviously not ideal. You lose both of these and, like, you know, an injury happens or something like that. That is the only circumstance if if you lose both of these two games um, heading into the deadline and one of lebron or ad comes up gimpy and again like let's just hope that that is not the case but it, that is the only circumstance where i think it's okay to hold on tight to the 27 and 29 picks that's it um you know maybe you aren't thrilled about the return on it or whatever but the, the lakers do like they still have way too many guards uh, Ham, clearly can't be trusted with the number of guards that he has on his team so you got to move at least one maybe two of those guards just to make this rotation make more sense uh you probably i I still say that you have to move russ's contract not just because of uh i i just don't trust him down the stretches of games and he's making 47 million dollars a year to be like an okay bench player um that is not something that that i am very comfortable with so just not you know not just the basketball aspect of this but also you're probably going to be in a over the cap team um, you know that's how you're going to be operating from this point forward and you can't have 47 million dollars just vanish off of your books and not be able to replace that that really hinders your flexibility come this upcoming offseason so um, if the lakers win one of two, if they win both of the next couple games and they're right there in the thick of things, that right there should be enough to use both of those picks. And even if they don't, even if they split, I still think because of you know just maintaining as much flexibility heading into this offseason off season as possible, um, it still makes sense to, at the very least, move you know, at least one pick to improve the team and then probably do whatever you have to do to move Russ so that you can have, you don't have that $47 million just vanishing off of your books heading into an off season that you would be looking to retool and maybe make one more last gasp effort at trying to win with LeBron and AD. So uh, to this point, the Lakers have done what they've needed to do. Let's just keep that train rolling. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown podcast. Again, uh, please, and I appreciate you guys' patience as we go through this. Uh, I will keep you posted as far as when kind of the longer form podcast that I know that you guys enjoy more will be returning. Um, we will, I, I will be as transparent as possible as as we embark on this, um, I guess, journey together. <laughs> you know. Um, I will say, as of now, you know, uh, there are several options on the table here uh, moving forward for where the pod feed might go, um, what I might be doing with it. Um, so, you know, again, the outreach in, on, on this and, and, and the response to the last couple weeks or so of information has really kind of blown me away. Um, again feel insanely blessed To have the opportunities here That, that kind of lie in front of us Now it's just a matter of maximizing The, the, the result of whatever uh, You know Of these few opportunities That, that now sit on the table So um, when I have more Detail I promise I will, I will Bring you along for the ride here As we figure this out um, But for now I'm Anthony Irwin and that's going to do it for this episode we will talk to you guys next week